Welcome to How's Your E-Presence on Business Radio X. How's Your E-Presence is a show designed to help business people or companies understand ways to implement social media better. We're all in business to make money, so why not use social media to help increase your revenues? This show is managed by ePresence, and ePresence manages social media for organizations that understand that business is done a little more effectively by the individual profile on social media. I'm Mark Galvin, coming to you live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. And I am thrilled that you are here. I'm going to, I just got to, I got to brag a little bit. I have been traveling for nine hours and 17 minutes to get to this show. It is such an important event for me that I've got, I'm literally got up this morning at 3 a.m. in, in LA, 3 a.m. Uh, LA time, got on the plane, flew all the way here and uh, was fortunate to make it. The plane was a little bit, a uh, little bit late, but Delta get it, did a good job of, uh, of getting me off that plane. So I'm thrilled to be with you. What's this show all about? I think this is important to share right at the beginning. We like to talk about how people do business with people and people interact online with people. So why not activate that online presence so that you can make more money online? Now, here's something that's very important. In 2019, the algorithms of social media sites are changing because they want authentic and genuine content. And that's what the algorithms are going to are going to promote. So you've got to figure out a way to be more authentic and posting lots of silly and ungenuine and content that your audience doesn't want to see is not going to help you. So we're going to talk about that all through 2019. But we really, honestly, we don't know it all, and we know that here at ePresence. And so every single time we have a show, we bring on a stupendous guest, and this month is no different. I would like for you to welcome Virginia Bowman to How's Your ePresence. Virginia, welcome. Welcome, Mark. Glad to see you. It's good to see you. Now, I wish we had a video of this show because you are wearing a very cool T-shirt, and you look very nice. But what do you? What's the shirt ha- that you have on? What is that? Mickey. I love it. She's got mouse ears on. <laughs> Literally and figuratively, the headphones kind of look like that too. We could get you those headphones that look like little larger mouse ears. Mike, can you work on that? Yeah. I'll get the. Yeah. I got the nod. That's good. Well, Virginia is the owner of Synergetic Media, and as that owner of that company, now if I remember right, you were you bought this company and it wasn't called synergetic media when you took it over is that right correct what what you you changed it somehow what what's the plan there what's going on with that well it was called south print and it was strictly a commercial printing very traditional very old school i've owned it for a year and we just rebranded to synergetic media since we have expanded the offerings and we are no longer just a commercial printer because you do a little bit more. We're going to talk about video today. Right. So we'll spend a lot of time talking about that. But it's good to know that you do both of those things. Now, you've done some great things in your past. As I remember, you were a professor at SCAD, which is Savannah College of Art and Design. Tell me what you did there. I taught visual effects. Now, what does that <laughs> <laughs> That's very succinct. What does that mean, well, visual effects? Yeah, well, I've done this bill many, many times for student tours, but visual effects, everyone's familiar with, if you, even if you don't know it. So if you've gone to see a movie. I've never seen a movie. Never seen a movie. <laughs> no, okay. I'm kidding, of what's course. Your, yeah, what's your favorite movie? So uh, Jason Bourne, big Jason Bourne fan. Okay, there's visual effects in that. Really? Yeah. 
It's anytime they take real live action footage, real filming of actors or backgrounds, yeah. and they manipulate it in a way that cannot be filmed. It literally is that broad. Okay, so I saw Mary Poppins this year. Oh, New Mary Poppins. Yeah. That was full of visual effects. Absolutely. It was beautiful. Gorgeous. Very Gorgeous. interesting. So you know how to do all that. I know how to do parts of it. Wow. It takes a lot of people to produce that kind of work. And you take this, and you're going to plug that into helping people on video. So mm -hmm. you, you can, you've got all this packaged in-house there at Synergetic Media. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, you learned this from someplace. You know, I think you... You know the place that I just came from very well. You know L.A. well, right? Mm -hmm. What did you do in L.A.? Uh, I was a technical director. I was a lead technical director at Sony Imageworks, which is one of the top visual effects companies in the world. Wow. Yeah, it was great. It was a great experience, and I learned on the job. So this is the kind of thing where they're, they're putting out billion-dollar movies. Mm -hmm. and, and, when, and when I look at credits these days, credits are on and on and on. So you worked in that team, and I think you trained these people, right? Weren't you in charge of helping them understand their job better? Yeah, it was initially, uh, well, I moved, transitioned to being a trainer. So I yeah. was a technical director, and then I moved up the ranks to be a lead technical director. And I was lead on The Matrix. Um, oh, by the way, one of my favorite movies. I should have mentioned that wait, one. No kidding. I'm wait, not just saying that. I wasn't done. Oh. Two. <laughs> <laughs> well, two was good. I did like one more, but yeah. two was awesome. Yeah, who knew the plot would go downhill, but one was amazing. But the effects <laughs> were really good in two and three, Yeah, right? they were. I, so. the whole, both move, All three movies were amazing to watch, absolutely. Yeah. Well, what an incredible amount of experience that you come to the table with. This is, this is awesome. And we're going to talk about video in just a little bit. We're going to really drill into how can we take social media and, and pair it with video. But I'd like to talk a little bit about what's going on with social media now. Some neat things or maybe even some informative uh, data that our audience needs to hear what you know about how can they do social media better so something and I mentioned this before we are in a time where social media is no longer embracing the uh, one-to-many set of marketing now what they're doing is they're focused on the one-to-one -one. and the reason is they don't lose their audience they don't want to lose users because users were getting tired of being, getting spam and getting tons of data that they didn't want to see. So now all the algorithms are really focused on when you post something that is genuinely you and it's something about you. So not a uh, so you don't have a, you don't have a link to uh, something else where you just went out and grabbed a YouTube video and dropped it. What you're sharing is something about you find is valuable, something you think is important. The algorithm is really going to serve that up high. So in 2019, here's what I'd like to give all of you guys, everyone listening, if you're in business, how are you going to drive your social media to a new level? I want you to think about a couple things. If you're going to share an article, and there's great data out there. So Harvard Business Review is one of the best places I love to pull data from. If you're interested in sharing information from, say, Harvard Business Review, well, do a summary on it. Don't post the whole article and post a picture because that will serve it up higher. Now you could reference the article in comments. So go in, post, do a quick summary. Let's say it's a, an article on um, ways to travel to Atlanta faster from LA. And, and it gives you all the ways to make sure that you go to the right gate. By the way, I went to the wrong you know, terminal at LA. It's not like Atlanta, it's harder to switch between terminals. All those sort of tips, you could put all that together, grab that data, say that, and then share the link after you've posted it. And that will serve your content higher.
But at the end of the day, I want all of you to think about this. How can you serve content that you know your audience will like? How do you serve content that you know your audience will respond to and share? And this is the trick I want you to think about. If you would not want to read that content, don't share it. So think about this. So Virginia, if you have you ever sat down and you're going to post something and you're wondering, gosh, should I post this or shouldn't I? I'm not sure if my audience will like that or not. Has that ever happened to you? I know it's happened to me. I'm trying to put you on the spot. All the time. So if you're thinking that, then don't share that. Figure out a way to repackage it so that you know that your audience would receive it better. So this is one of those things. Social media does this all the time. You know, have you ever seen a political post that drives you crazy? Right? Right. That is not good for your audience. So you don't want to share political posts if you don't want to upset roughly half of your audience. So avoiding that type of content, thinking, what is it that my audience wants to see? And sharing that information so that you know that they'll want to uh, they'll want to take advantage of that or want to interact with it or even share it or like it. So that's what's going to be very important. It needs to be more personal in 2019. The other thing that's new, and this will be the last thing I'll share today, Instagram is a great social media site. It's one of the larger ones out there. And we know you have to share an image every time or a video. Uh, there is a commerce side to Instagram, which is great. But they just rolled out something I think is really important to highlight today. You can now go on Instagram and post to multiple accounts at one time. This is brand new. This is so cool. So cool. if you own a restaurant, have a restaurant chains, maybe you have three restaurants and you got one in Buckhead and one's up in Sandy Springs here in Atlanta and, and maybe you got one in Asheville too and you've decided on President's Day weekend you're going to offer a 10% discount at all of them you could go in and now create a post create your 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 uh, your graphics and something that someone like you could come up with I'm sure create some really good looking graphics and you can post it to all three of your Instagram accounts at one time now that's pretty darn cool that's convenient it's great it's still personal because you're trying to make sure you reach that audience. But if you've got three organizations and they all can share the same thing at one time, it is a nice thing that they're serving that up, that, that they're sharing that uh, or making that easier to, to do. So, so pretty darn cool. What do you think about that? Um, well, I think that's convenient. You know, I'm, one of the things that you mentioned is sharing items that your audience cares about. Right. And I, an important point for me when I think about that is know your audience. That's a big point. And not everyone does. Mm -mm. How, how do you know who your audience is? Well, you research. Sure. Yeah. So if you, so you're, you're based up in, in north of Atlanta and right. you're targeting companies. I'm assuming, are you, I'm assuming you're primarily B2B. B2B, right? yeah. So you're looking for organizations in the Roswell area in that space that is that that a certain is it a range of income of of, of um, um, dollars or size companies how do you determine who's a good target for you well for us we worked with a marketeer because i do. believe in yeah we yeah. do and i believe in using people for their expertise i think we're stronger together than apart i think and that's a great I, point and i'm a big believer in not knowing everything and i don't want to even try sure because my knowledge in marketing is going to be less than a marketeer's right. so we worked with a marketeer to talk about you know, things like our unique selling point, but also get very clear on our target market. That is great. And you have to do this. Otherwise, you can spend a lot of money yeah. talking to nobody. Right. Uh, one last thing, speaking of your target audience that's important to note, is 
your your business development people are focused on their audience and they're connecting to those that audience on LinkedIn. So I do encourage all organizations activate the social media accounts on LinkedIn for your business development folks because they're speaking directly to your audience. That is a very targeted uh, uh, audience that is is organically grown and they care. So I would recommend working on that. Well, good. So let's do some fun things here and talk about great topics that uh, that I know that you're you're really good at. The first one is this. How does someone know if they're getting an ROI from their video? How do they know if they're getting a return? What's the best way to do that? And I know this is difficult, right? This is a tough one. This is not, there's no simple answer to that. Um, And that's what we talked about initially. So it goes back to anything else you need to research. Um, There's different ways to calculate your return on investment and there's different goals for your video. So the first thing is to back up and say, what is your goal for the video? So before you even always got to start with a goal, start with a plan. Yeah, I mean, I I was watching a video somewhat recently produced by someone else and it didn't have a purpose. I mean, there was a a, wow. Well, I don't think the person thought through what is this video for? No. So it, it, it was an event video, but it didn't really I mean, what was its purpose? Was it? its purpose to promote brand awareness was its purpose to do you know what where, mm-hmm. where was it going to be um, so then the next thing to ask yourself is once you decide the goal for the video is where are you going to put the video what platform are you going to put it on right to reach your audience your audience yeah. right so then you want to know your audience and you want to know your goal so th- I got a great example of that is today Vimeo has a relationship with LinkedIn Mm-hmm. And if you're going to share content on LinkedIn, you want to put it on Vimeo. So speaking of where are you going to put it, you're going to drop it on Vimeo if you're focused on LinkedIn because when you share it into LinkedIn, LinkedIn sees it as native data, as native video. Yeah, yeah that's so strategic for Vimeo because Vimeo yeah. is typically um, a platform used a lot by creatives right. for their portfolios and demo reels. It's, it's very interesting. So... Most people are going to go to YouTube. Mm-hmm. So this is a great way for Vimeo to connect to an organization mm-hmm. they're like LinkedIn. Try- yes, that they're could, trying to build themselves yeah. through that connection. So know your audience. I think that's very important. What else is important about ROI? What is something well, else that people should look at? Once you know your audience and once you know where you're going to put your video, then you can start saying, okay, what are my metrics by which I'm going to judge it? So say, for example your goal for the video is brand awareness, then you're mm-hmm. going to want to keep a very close eye on the number of views, the uh, number of shares, right, and how long it's viewed. So people, can, you can have a bunch of people click on it, but if they click right back off of it, they're not it's interested. Not, yeah, it's horrible. Right. right. So if it's getting a lot of views and shares, that's brand awareness. Mm-hmm. Well, what if it is for conversions? So say, for example, your, the goal for your video is to increase conversions off your homepage. Well, you've already decided the goal. You already decided where it's positioned. Good, yeah. And then you need to assess conversions. To do that, you want to track data before mm-hmm. and after the video is in place. So you can then see the difference. And yeah. And this is great because what you're talking about is not, a, uh, it's not obvious that 
it is obvious, but it's not obvious, right? I need to look at what does my website traffic look like, and right. there are and Google can help you with that. Right. I I track mine. I get an email from Google every day. Yeah. How many people are on the website, and and create a marker and said this is the date where I've started. Mm-hmm. This is when I dropped the video on the website, yeah. and we do know this works because people spend forty more forty percent mm-hmm. more time on a home page when there's a video. So as long as you are achieving your mission, then you know. One, you got to get people to the page first of all, but when they get there, they're going to spend a little more time on that page. Right. So yeah, once you know your objective, where it's placed, and what metrics you're going to measure it by, but I'm a big believer in getting before and after metrics because, yeah, because you really want to know what is the effect that this video is having. Right. And what I really believe is that video, I like say it's the secret sauce, but it's not a magic bullet. So. I know, too, too many catchphrases. Right. But in other words, it can supercharge your other marketing efforts. And to evaluate that, you want to see the effort with and without. So for example, say your video is part of an email blast. Mm-hmm. And the email has a call to action in it. So you, know, you want to evaluate how many responses to the call to action you have in an email blast without the video and in another one with the video. Mm that supports the email. It's a control group. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's another way of looking at that. Yeah, right. And every single email that someone sends out, you need to have a call of action. Right. So don't send out an email blast right. if you don't have a call of action. Yeah. Call so, to action. So, yeah, so there's, I mean, I could, we could spend the rest of the time talking this about scenarios. This is fascinating. Well, I'm, I'm engrossed, right? Yeah, I'm, I, oh, yeah, it can we It is interesting, here? yeah, actually. But so. there are different kinds of videos, though. Right. Right? So there's motion graphics, client testimonials, homepage videos. Tell me about, let's talk about the, those different kinds, because you alluded to those when you looked at your goal. So um, w- one of those things that we've talked about before is motion graphics. What are motion graphics? Um, well, motion graphics is really a vehicle rather than a content. In other words, it's not necessarily the topic of the video. It's, how the, it's an aspect of how the video is produced. And what motion okay. graphics are is, as the name Im- implies, it's graphical elements, sure. typically flat graphical elements that could be type it could be imagery Hmm. Um, think of a poster right graphic art that moves so motion graphics so moving text is a very straightforward form of motion graphics got it Um, so it's often used there Um, it can be used with transitions so you can make your transitions fancy and not just a regular cut entertaining i'm Mm -hmm. I'm seeing this is more engaging right I seen a video that you produced where it, it was a cartoon was on. I, I, it's probably the wrong word, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call it, it. There was some animated characters on one side of the screen that showed. It was, and I can't remember. There was an arrow and things yeah. were moving. Yeah. So and, I, and it's very engaging. That falls into that space. So you could, some people could produce motion graphic video and it's all motion graphics, Correct. or they could do a combination of live video, so to speak live video with people and then motion graphics could complement that correct what do you recommend when you're talking to someone about putting together a video do you encourage them to use motion graphics um i believe it's a great way to stand out um now it does increase the cost and i think that we may be discussing that later time permitting but um it's a great way to stand out and you know there's just so much to talk about on the subject as well video and how to use video and how yeah. to craft a good video and how much to spend on a video and so forth but um, as more and more businesses start getting on the video bandwagon because it works and right. one of the things I have 
are, you know, a lot of statistics. Anyone can go online and get statistics on the effectiveness of video and mm -hmm. all these different statistics pop up. Right. And so more and more businesses are utilizing video each year. I, I recommend don't get left behind. So right now, you know, a lot of the videos are what I would say vanilla. So people are always on a budget. So they want to do just a straightforward video. And that's great. I say put something up. Do that. Right. Yeah. If you're going to do anything, if you yeah. don't, it, it's better to dip your toe in the water. So Absolutely. And, sure. and I recommend those and we produce those as well. But for companies that want to have their videos stand out a little more, mm -hmm. make it a little more dynamic and engaging, then motion graphics or animated elements added to it are going to do that for that video as long as they're well done. So like anything else, you don't want to add bad spice. <laughs> you want to add good spice, sure. flavorful spice that fits. So you like want to have some good talent behind producing that. But um, but I think it can really help a video stand out. Yeah. So something that's important here is that you can you can have a basic video and you could do something real simple and not have a lot of spice, as you say, and it could be forgettable. Now you're going to spend money on that. It's right. going to cost you some time. You know, there's going to be some resources devoted to that. But if you spend a little bit more, because here's what I think. There's, there's not only it's, it's not only money, but it's time. If you're going to put the time in for into something, if you can make it pop a little more and it, make it an evergreen product so you can use this again and again and again, then it might be worthwhile to spend a little more money because you may get a better ROI on it. So I do think that there's some return when we're looking at this. So, you know, if this, and I'm going to, I'm going to make some numbers up here. If it's going to cost me $80 to do something, I might as well spend a hundred dollars to get motion graphics. And now, by the, by the way, that's not how much it costs. <laughs> I do know that. Um, but that is something that, that everyone needs to think about. We did talk, you alluded to cost, and I just made up a, a really bad example just then. Tell, let's talk about cost. I can, I can hire somebody to do a video for a couple hundred dollars. I, I probably, I, I know I can. Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Depends on what you're looking for. Sure. So there's something you know, and that's lighting. You're an expert on lighting. I, I've, I've sat in a session with you where you were working on lighting with someone, and, and I thought it was fascinating because you said something, as an example, I'm going to, steal some thunder if I could there it was the lighting was was coming from a t well, above them and it made them look older because it really made the lines on their right. face stand out I thought it was fascinating I thought never thought about that and that's that's a, a small nugget of and I did see your textbook that you wrote it is it's hundreds of pages long yeah. on light it's a tomb Who and it's T-O-M-B oh, oh my goodness tomb of death no but it's like a tome <laughs> Yes. It's a lot of it's a lot of knowledge. I said if I was half as knowledgeable about, you know, world politics, I'd be a much more interesting conversationalist <laughs> since I am on light. But, but light is important. And so if I'm going to hire someone in the hundreds of dollars level, I'm you know, I may get a video, but I'm not going to have somebody that's looking at motion graphics, looking at the lighting, looking at all those all those other elements. So it really comes down to if when you're looking at cost how good a product do you want that's going to create ROI? That's going to engage people. Am I on the right track? Yeah, but before we leave the subject, Mark, I really yep. wanted to add, because when we talked about types of videos, we talked about motion graphics, which is sort of some element that you can add to it. But um, you know, I encourage the listeners to go and, and research the different types of videos. And if there's one video that a company, because we do business to business, that a company produces, it should be the About Us video on their homepage. Oh, why is that important? 
Well, it's the core video. It talks about who they are. You know, mm -hmm. like when you think as a business, of who am I? Who are my audience? What's unique about me? What's my personality? What are my values, my goals? What, what makes this company unique? Why, do, why should they care? Because why do I care? Why do I want to do business with these people? Yeah, and you know, one of the things about video is it humanizes your brand. Mm -hmm. And that is huge. You know, it puts a face to the name of the company. Right. It, and it, it engages. And, you know, so if you have one video, I would highly recommend putting your money on that one. And, and in, on the cost of uh, talking about costs, that's one that I would recommend putting a few more dollars into. Sure. You know, so when you say, how much does a video cost? So there's a lot of other types of videos in that, but that's just the one I wanted to call out. The second type would be client testimonials, would be kind of like the second runner up. Right. But when it comes to cost, it depends on what your video is for. So for example, that video on your homepage that you mm -hmm. want to last there and really want to show, show off, you know, that's where you could put some money if you have it to invest. Um, little videos, I might even call them throwaway videos, you know, just little come and go videos. Those can be shot very low budget. Sure. Right. Um, and they don't need all the bells and whistles. They might just be but a they little. They need good lighting. <laughs> just saying. I'm actually, not necessarily, you know, okay. as much as lighting's my thing, yeah. it depends on the video. Right. So it's like a car. You can get a car for $300, but it, I mean, it might be like a total hunk of junk, right? Right, right. But, it would you know, be for 300 bucks. Well, it would literally be a hunk of junk, but let's say, <laughs> let's say more realistically, 3,000. I used sure. yeah, 300 is the, probably yeah. the lower video cost, right, but right. you know, 3,000 might be the, the, the hunk of junk car cost. Right. You know, up to you know a thirty thousand dollar video or a three hundred thousand dollar car. Sure. Um, so we add zero, a yeah. zero to the car. Yeah. But and and it depends on what you want. You know, do you just want a beater to get around in, or you really want to you know s s ride in style and everyone's head turns? You know, so. But that's what's interesting really what you here, think and I about. think this is important. Everything you've said is awesome. If I'm going to spend some money on a video. I might as well spend enough that's going to create a product that's going to achieve my goal. Correct. And it's better maybe I hold back and save some money before I do a video that's only going to be good for maybe one session or, or one month because it's it just doesn't have that evergreen effect or it's not done well or I get tired of looking at it because it's not good. Uh, it's much better to save a little money and do something that's going to work well. What do you think about people shooting with their cell phones? What are your thoughts about that? Well, you know that's a loaded question. But um, I think that they won't be very good. And yeah. um, so you have to ask your goal. Is, is that okay with you? You right. know, the quality level, is that okay with you? Is it really just, you know, a toss away video? But right. I wouldn't shoot anything serious like that. And I'll tell you why is because of it, equipment alone isn't enough for one that's not a good piece of equipment it's better and better you know we all that's have cool. cell phones yeah, right. but just because i have a cell phone with a um that can take pictures doesn't make me a photographer it doesn't mean i can do product True. shots or model shots or right. any or you know national geographic shots right so you can shoot a video with it mm -hmm. but you 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 know it's difficult to get good quality out of it right. um so and sound is important too. Yeah, you don't have a way to record your good audio. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's things that you could do, but if you really want to get into doing video, invest in a, in a camera Sure. and and learn a little something about how to use the camera mm -hmm. and study mm -hmm. other videos. So you can learn so much from studying. 
uh, other people's work, both good and bad. So, you know, just watch other videos. Say, hey, that looks great. wonder how they did that. Oh, that one's not so good. What is it about that that I didn't like? And, and, and you know, get your skill set up. But obviously, even, even better, we would say hire a professional. Right, right. Yeah. So if I am, if I run into a situation and I can do a quick native video on social media, and it's a throwaway video, though. I mean, if you think about it, if, if I ran into you and you said something I thought was brilliant, I said, hey, let's, let's do a quick 30-second on this because I think this is, this is a great point. And, and brought up the video, and you and I sat there, and we talked for a second and said, this just happened. And, and we think that, and I would be speaking to my audience, and I would say, this is something that's valuable, and I wanted to share it with you right now. And we shared a 30-second, and we closed it down. That is a throwaway video. And it's fun. And, do, and you know, be extemporaneous and whip out a cell phone or whatever. That's fine yeah. for that. So you will always go back to, let's go, that first point is consider your goal. Exactly. What is it for? Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But you do get what you pay for. So right. if you want something at a higher quality, I, I, I don't know how much time we have left. Not are much. We? Okay. <laughs> so regarding pricing, I think that, you know, there's – there's we could have you know we have another, two minutes i've just been told another <laughs> session on it but one of the things is time equals money and skill equals money oh yeah so and that's just a basic mm -hmm. fact so if you want more skill and more time placed on your video you know more time with more skilled people it'll cost more but you'll get a better product um so just keep those keep two factors in mind, in mind. sure yeah. well great information and 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 you and I, when we were preparing for the show, I did say, gosh, we're going to have so much content. It's going to be, we got to figure out where to button it down. And regrettably, we have to end it there. But I am so impressed with the information you share. Every time you and I talk about video, I learn so much more. And, and I constantly talk about this in my, in my public speeches is that you got to use video and figure out how to engage your audience with video. If it's going to be on your website, do it well. If it's going to be on your website, don't do a cell phone video. If you're going to be focusing on a social media audience, you want to drop uh, quick clips, not a bad idea to share video there. It, but remember, it's a that is not evergreen product. That is a quick, it's going to drop into your social media and that'll be gone. But at the end of the day, it comes down to this. I recommend that folks reach out to you or professionals like you, but specifically you because of the type of work you do, because of how the videos work. In fact, your LinkedIn profile has a video on it of your sample. And I know that that's there. I saw it today, as a matter of fact. Well, I know it's, it's other places. Very well curated. <laughs> Absolutely. So what I'd love for you to do is share how people can find you so that if uh, anyone would love to have a top tier video produced for them, they could they could reach out to you. Where should they go? Well, they can email me, Virginia at synergetic-media.com. Synergetic-media. You said it's like energy. How did you come up with the name Synergetic? Well, it it's is um, the energy of synergy. So it's so like energetic that. with an S. And by the way, it is a real word. <laughs> it, oh, absolutely <laughs> yeah. it is. So, I love that. All yeah. right. So, syner so it's Virginia at synergetic dash media.com media mm -hmm. and the, the phone there is 770-992-2832 that's the company phone Perfect. or you can find us online at synergetic-media.com fantastic well i hope everyone will will look at their website and check out some of the video samples that uh, virginia and her team have produced because i know they're they're on the website and 
take a look at those. This is something so important that we need people to understand how important video is. So thank you very much for coming in and enlighten us. Just getting a, a, a bit of a tip of the iceberg. Well, Mark, so, thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. So when you are looking to follow ePresence, we'd love for you to track us down, too, because we can help you with your social media needs. Just hit the web, search for ePresence. Be sure to like us and follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. We're all over the place. Just look for us using the one handle, because we use the exact same handle on all social media, ePresenceMe. That's ePresenceMe, because it's all about you. We're always sharing information and thoughts about how you can better harness your professional social media. Don't forget, check us out on our website, which is epresence.me. Wow, that's how we came up with that handle. Isn't that cool? So epresence.me is the website. epresence.me is, uh, is the handle everywhere. Remember this, we broadcast live on the third Thursday at 3 o'clock Eastern time, except when I'm coming from the West Coast and it runs 50 minutes late. Uh, so that's the third Thursday at 3, but you can listen to any of our shows anytime, 24-7, by going to businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and click How's Your E-Presence. Our logo is right there. You can also find How's Your E-Presence on all those podcast sites, iTunes, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, even Spotify. Hey, I'm excited. I'm on Spotify. I told my kids that as soon as that showed up. It's like, look, I'm on Spotify. They were not impressed. Well, anyway, check out How's Your E-Presence podcast on all those other spots, but we prefer for you to listen to our shows here on Business Radio X. For more about E-Presence, remember, find us at epresence.me. That's epresence.me, because it's all about you. Until next time, for my guest, Virginia Bowman, I'm Mark Galvin, and this has been How's Your E-Presence on Business Radio X. (laughs) 